When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Last show of the week. Glad to have you with us and you can be part of the show as well. The Just Quality Home Improvements open line. It's 1300 736 736 or you can text in 0427 154 166. This is the summer edition of Sports ASA with me, Paul Bonzer, and across from me is Dan Menzel. G'day, Menz. G'day, Bonds, and yeah, we love Fridays. Everyone loves Fridays, but um, it's because there's so much happening this weekend. That's right. So much sport on this weekend. Um, And we will bring you a TV guide later in the show. We'll tell you what you have to tune in for this weekend, what sporting events are on here in Adelaide or that actually are across the Adelaide sporting scene and Australia and the world. And we got Sam back as well. We do. And we got a very special... Oh, it's segment a new segment later tonight. tonight. Sam is going to put us through. Have we? Have you been paying attention? Love that. So he's going to test if we have been paying attention. But I'm no Sam? Sam Pang. Oh, I'll be a bit disappointed if you don't throw <laughs> some jokes in there. Okay, time for the hot topic. Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Men's, should we talk about the T20 quickly from last night? Yeah, we will. So T20 Australia played India. So a lot of people wouldn't have been aware of this, but um, after three days after winning the World Cup, the ODI World Cup, a T20 comes around, and we've got five of them against India. Yes. So. We wondered who would actually play in this game because they're still celebrating. I think Trav is still celebrating. He was named in the squad, but he didn't suit up for this match. So for Australia, they only had a couple of guys, three, I believe. Two. Well, three in the squad. But oh, three two in the that, squad, but two that played. Yes. And India only had one. Yeah. Yep. So the Indian team was very, very uh, raw and very... Uh, hadn't played a lot, very inexperienced would be the word. Yes. So you gave us a real shot in this game, but in the end, we made three for 208. Good score. It looked a very good score, but India came out and made eight for 209 in reply. They won with a delivery to spare by two wickets. It was a good game. Josh Inglis, one of the players that was in the World Cup final, he was unbelievable. He made 110 off just 50 deliveries. Yeah, he's 100 off 47, I think. Let's uh, have a listen to Josh. Got that fine and a scintillating hundred here for John Singlis. It's Boston International Cricket and it's been a magnificent innings. Well played, young man. What a moment that'll be for him. Just 47 balls. Yeah, it's obviously um, really nice to, to sort of get the first one. 
played a bit of cricket for Australia now and yeah, just nice to get the monkey off the back I suppose. Obviously disappointing result though, ultimately we come here and we want to win and um, unfortunately we didn't get to do that tonight. There's obviously a T20 World Cup around the corner so it's really important for us guys to, to get some T20 cricket in before that and there's a lot of spots available and blokes playing for, uh, playing for places so um, I wanted to make sure I gave 100% and um, yeah, make a good account of myself. Next game is uh, Monday at midnight. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, don't the Australian selectors just look unbelievably good right now? <laughs> like, Josh England is coming into the ODI team. They make the change for Kerry early. It's maybe questionable should they have done it. He then plays in all wins. He doesn't lose. They win the tournament. He then comes out and makes 100 in the T20. We know what Marnus Labuschagne did in the ODI World Cup final as well. So they are nailing everything at the moment. I don't really think they would have cared about losing the first T20 game either. So it was a really good chase by India. Surya Kumar Yadav, the skipper, made 80 off 42 in reply. And um, look, they get a little bit of um, bragging rights back, but we still have the trophy. Yeah, the do we really care? No, we don't at all. No. I mean, these are just warm-ups for no, the T20 World Cup that's a year away. So, no, we don't. But, um, yeah, there's five five of these T20s to come. Staying with cricket men's, we're going to talk a, a little bit about the Redbacks and because the Prime Minister's 11 mm-hmm. that will play against Pakistan has been named and Nathan McSweeney, our very own Nathan McSweeney, has been named captain and also Nathan McAndrew is in the side as well. So... The uh, the Super Max. Yeah, the Mac Brothers. Yeah, they're there. It's great. Um, to, it's great to see them yeah. in there and get rewarded. And you mentioned McSweeney as captain. So December sixth to ninth, this game is against Pakistan. Uh, there's some good names in there. I mean, Cam Green's in the in the in the team or yeah, in the squad. I'll give you I'll give you the twelve. It's uh, McSweeney, Bancroft, Green, Marcus Harris, McAndrew, Todd Murphy, Nisa, Pearson, Renshaw, Steckity, and Webster. Bo Webster. Good to see him to get a. Get a call up too. It is. And this is a big game for a few players. I mean, Bancroft's form has been incredible in the first class scene and, and the opportunity might come there. Marcus Harris, we know that at the top of the order. So there'll be a bit of competition there. Todd Murphy's in the team as well. Um, and we know what he did in India. Michael Nisha has been making runs as well as taking wickets Correct. in England. Uh, you mentioned Jimmy Pearson, how you liked his game. Renshaw's there as well. So there is a lot of guys that could easily walk into the Australian team either against West Indies or against Pakistan in the upcoming Test Series. Yeah, it's always a good warm-up, always a good look, and you'll be able to catch that on cricket.com. I'm sure it's on KO as well. Um, should we go to the NFL? Big big day in, in the NFL. Well, like Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving. And, and, and also, happy Thanksgiving to all our American yep. uh, friends out there. It's a, it's a huge day in the NFL. Um, it's one that the Dallas Cowboys have played on Thanksgiving Day for about 40 years now. So yeah. it's one that they um, they absolutely circle in the calendar. And speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they absolutely demolish the Washington Commanders. Again, Commanders, worst name in all the worst sport. Name. But 45 to 10 at home. So this year at home, they've won every single game they played in the Cowboys by more than 20 points. They are unbelievable against the poorer teams. The, the teams that are below 500, they have absolutely demolished. It's the teams at the top that they've struggled a little bit against. But um, there's a couple of moments in this game that we watched uh, – and we yes. saw, which were quite interesting. I'll let you take it away. Well, firstly, there was a couple of um, records in this game. Yep. So this is the sixth consecutive game where the Dallas Cowboys have scored 30-plus points. Mm-hmm. That's the best streak in Cowboys history. Yeah. Also, Deron Bland, 
Deron, that's spelt D-A-R-O-N. Deron Bland created NFL history when he became the first player to have five touchdown intercepts in a season. Yep, so he's on their defensive side. He's a cornerback. Now, I just want to make a point on this. Trayvon Diggs is their starting cornerback, their number one. Yep. And Deron Bland would not have been playing if it wasn't for him tearing his ACL. Now, Diggs Correct. is known as arguably the best cornerback in the league. Bland comes in, it's amazing. You get given an opportunity, and he's just created a record. I think Tony, Tony Romo on the broadcast actually said, Do you reckon he starts round one <laughs> next year when Trayvon Diggs is back? So, yeah, really, really impressive. As were the San Francisco 49ers. They won 31 yep. to 13 over the Seahawks in a divisional matchup. The Packers beat the Lions as well, 29 to 22. But there was one other moment in the Cowboys game. The thing we liked, and we were texting each other about this. Dak Prescott, the quarterback for the Cowboys. The game's over. It's in the last quarter. He's walking up and down the sidelines with a turkey leg. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Thanksgiving. Turkey's a big uh, big part of Thanksgiving. He's up and down the sideline, turkey leg in hand. It was awesome. Eating the turkey leg yep. mid-game. Uh, so they had it in a bucket, I guess, or barrel, I guess. And uh, Yeah, they, they call it. It's not a, it's like, not a cauldron. They no. call it a kettle. Yes. They call it a kettle. They had and it in a kettle. Yes. They knew it they was in there. They pre-planned it. Yep. And, uh, and once the game was completely out of reach for the commanders, they jumped in there and got the turkey leg out. It never see anything like that ever happen over here in Australian sports, but that's what they do in America. It was hilarious. Last quarter, there was about, I don't know, maybe eight or nine minutes Still left Still eight or nine game. minutes to go. Yeah, and he's walking around with a turkey leg on the sidelines and uh, having a bite of it. <laughs> it was awesome. It really was awesome. Uh, we might bring it back to Australia yes. and Australian sport. While the Australian PGA Championship's on at the moment, Bonds, and two rounds down now, so we're halfway through. Uh, a couple of notable Australians up the top, one not so... Well, one other real notable, not not quite at the top. He's actually had a horrific, horrific two days, and that's Cam Smith. Yes, missed the he will miss the cut, Cam Smith. Oh. Uh, he was he was playing golf like me. Like, <laughs> he was horrible. He, he was. was finding trouble at on every hole. And he was hitting him in the bunkers. You just don't He's, see that from. He was Cam missing parts, yep. which you just don't see. So. Uh, just not not the tournament for but, Cam Smith, but Minwoo Lee at the top, twelve under, twelve under after two days, uh, and just behind him is Adam Scott at eleven under. So they're the two favourites from here. They're the two most notable. There's a few others that we'll go through in a second, but they're both playing some incredible golf. Adam Scott's making putts, which what is what he did and what we know of him from back when he won the Masters. Yes. So his his putting game looks good. So he's every chance to win it. I love what Minwoo's doing, and we mentioned that yesterday. But there's a couple of other guys up there that could give it a shake as well. I like well. Lucas Herbert. I like the way he hits the ball. Um, he's got a great swing. Um, yeah, I, I just think he's good. Uh, Loris is, is a, from New South Wales. He's in third spot. He's 10 under. Herbert it's at 8 under. But, look, I think it's the top two. Look, yep. that, that would be the greatest result for Australian golf if one of those two win the tournament. Without a doubt it will. And uh, Minwoo Lee, again, mentioned it last night, he's 10th in the race to Dubai. So that is well wide. So he just it shows that um, we've got Cam Smith. We know that. Leishman's been good for a long time. Adam Scott's won the Masters. But Minwoo Lee is on the up. Question without notice, men's. The Adam Scott uses the longer putter. It's, it's not – they used to – they banned the putters that you held on your chest. Yep. But he still uses the longer putter. Shouldn't yep. he be banned from golf? <sighs> No, I, I don't think so. Personally. Apparently, they don't make a difference as far as they're not. It's not cheating. Yep. it's just a longer putter. Well, it's different to cricket where they talk about throwing and is your arm coming over yep. the right angle. Like if I if I hit a golf ball 
with a golf club and my swing is like a baseballer, they're not going to say you can't do it. So I'm of the opinion that they did ban one version of it, but yes. not the other. Well, that was because it was anchored against the body. Correct. So you cannot anchor it against your body, but you can still sort of stand in the same way. Yeah. You and should be able to grip it however you want, yeah, shouldn't you? If, if it goes in the hole, I mean, do, I, do you I disagree? I've tried the long putter and I didn't like it. No, I, don't, so, I think it's harder to do. Yeah, so I think it is too. If you can so, do it, all credit to you. to you. Good on you, Scotty. Uh, great finish. So that'll be on over the weekend as well and might be in our, might feature in our TV guide. Yeah, it just might. We're going to speak to Mark Milligan from Adelaide United later in the show as well. And we'll have our weekend headline. I'm looking forward to that, men's. Um, we are here thanks to Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. And Kia, Kia's Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, the Celtos, and the EV6 GT. Back for more straight after this. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Bonds and Men's with you. Hope you're having a great Friday and going to have a magnificent weekend. And you can be part of the show as well. Just Quality Home Improvements open line is 1300 736 736. Text us 0427 154 166. Or just go to the SEN app. The buttons are there. You press them, you're straight through. It's that simple. Um, Men, are you nervous or or excited about this I'm next segment? I'm very excited. I don't know how I'm going to go, but I'm very excited. We will welcome the great Sam Fantasia into the studio. Sammy, we welcome. We their knowledge of the week's events on Have You Been Paying Attention? And now, here's your host, Sam Fantasia. Probably went a little bit early with the, uh, with the stinger there. Great to be here, boys. Uh, this is thanks to, before you do that, this is thanks to South Adelaide Netball Club. Support the South Adelaide Netball Club in 23-24. Great personalised stinger too there. I love that. <laughs> Great to have the South Adelaide Netball Club on board as well. Yep. Now, boys, as you know, I've been on breakfast all week. So this is also a little bit of have I been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with a nice and easy one. Tuesdays. So, 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 yes. Sorry. How's it going? Oh, sorry, sorry, how's sorry. it work? So sorry, sorry. are we using our names as our buzzers? Using your names as your buzzers. Right. And it's okay. a very simple quiz. Okay. It's just things during the week, and as the name of the quiz suggests, okay. have you been paying attention? Good luck, man. A lot of sporting things ones. here, but I might throw in something not sporting. You never okay. know. Okay. Okay. All right. So question one. Charlie Edwards, our guest on Tuesday night, wants to wear what number at the Crows? Bonds. In 20... Bonds. 23. Very good. Right. One nil. Right. One nil. All right. Who does? In fact, give me... One second here. I'm just going to do a little bit of padding. And I'm going to put the correct and incorrect buzzers on the same page so that I'm not um, moving around too much because I've got a bit of audio to play with ooh, these grabs ooh, okay. as well. So who does Charlie Edwards support in the AFL? Men's. Bonds. Men's. Adelaide. Does or did? It's a really good question, ooh. Ben. Well, well, well. well get- Bonds, you want to have a crack? Hawthorne. Hey, uh, who did you barrack for growing up? <laughs> I'm a Hawks supporter. So, yeah, I've seen a few players. <laughs> so, the day after he's drafted, <laughs> he, he says he's still a Hawks supporter. I'm a Hawks supporter. So, he's going to uh, change that answer very quickly. Congratulations, Bonds. I believe that's. Uh, two zip. Two zip. I was going to say he got me on the technicality, but he didn't. Well done. Yep, yep. So, uh, true or false? It's not Tuesday, Oof. but we're playing. 
Collingwood's Jacob Ryan's cousin Oscar Ryan was drafted to the Crows with pick 27 men's. on men's. Oh, 27. I'm going to say that was true. 28. Oh. Why didn't you Trick say false? Question. Oh, it's false. <laughs> Trick question. Bodie Ryan is Jacob's cousin and was drafted by the Hawks. Different Ryans. Oh. <laughs> ah, we got to listen. Oh. You got to listen. We got to listen. Pay attention. That's Have you been paying attention? Yeah, we weren't. Well, I like I this. All right. All right. This one's a bit tricky. How do you pronounce the Port Adelaide draftees' names from this week? Oh, God. Off you go, boss. All of them. All of them. I, I need buzzers. Off you go, Bonds. I'm not. I. I. Nah. Nah. All I right. Can... What, what. What about Tom? Uh, Bonds. Bonds. Astonopolis. Thomas and Astonopolis, or Tommy and Astonopolis. Oh, you didn't get it. He got it wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> he got his own name wrong. I'm going to give zero points to both of you. Okay. Mainly Fair because that was a bit of a gag question. Because Tommy did. Um... Well. Good luck to anyone out there listening, getting that name right. Yeah, yeah. And good luck to the commentators, Bonds, yep. next year as well. Astonopolis. No, I don't reckon that's it. Do, do you want to give it one more go? It's Anasta... Anastonopolis. Yeah. Anastonopolis. Closer, closer. Thomas Anastasopoulos, or Tommy Anastopoulos. Anastasopoulos. <laughs> oh, or Anastopoulos. <laughs> yeah, or Anastopoulos. All right. Alphabet. So, we are going back to draft night again. Why didn't Mark Bickley present Oscar Ryan with a Guernsey on draft night? Bonds. Bonds. On the beers. He was out the back having a beer. Correcto mundo, my friend. Here's the audio of Bix explaining the story. Oscar, uh, Oscar Ryan, who Adelaide took, who was there on the night as a teammate mm. celebrating his mate. All of a sudden, Matthew Nix taps him on the shoulder and says, we're going to draft you. That was amazing. And... The peanut up the back of the room from Adelaide, who was meant to be presenting the Guernsey, was having a beer and wasn't wasn't ready to. <laughs> so Matthew Nix had to jump up on the stage because the, the the producer told me that's it. Every player that's been invited has been drafted, so you're done here. You can go home. So I had a lot of I had a lot of that this week with Bix filling in for breakfast. A lot of blaming the producer. Of course, <laughs> uh, I just want to give a shout out. We spoke about this the other day, men. Uh, to Walshy and Bix, they do a fantastic show they do a great in the show. morning. So if you fun. haven't listened to them, uh, they're really entertaining. Just yeah, Tuesday, wake up early. 6 till 8.30, get involved. Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday Tuesday, is their Wednesday, last Thursday. week. Mm. Yes. And then they'll be back February 13 next year. Beautiful. Sorry, Sam, to interrupt. No, no, absolutely. It's what it's all about. Now, going over to the US of A. LeBron, LeBron James is older than which NBA franchise's head coach? And what is the head coach's name? Uh... Men's? Men's, yes, go. Is it Missoula at Boston? I can't remember his name. Do you know the team? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Really? All right. um, is it, it's not... Um, We're going to be timed out here. No. Nah. No, nah, can't remember. Utah Jazz's Will Hardy. Here's LeBron reacting to finding that out. We're being older than the uh, head coach. I'm older than who? The Utah head coach? I'm older than the head coach. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 I just had to try. My goodness. No, my goodness. They don't even matter. They don't even matter. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one, right? That's, that's a good one. I think the Utah Jazz head coach has been there for two years. So um, I'm older yeah. than who? <laughs> uh, very quickly... What was Glenelg draftee Ashton Moyer's first interaction with Michael Voss? 
Nope, I didn't hear this. And I've gone well in the I Have didn't. You Been Paying Attention. I didn't hung up on him. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I accidentally hung up on him, which wasn't a great Wow, hung up on him. Well done, Bonds. You got me. Thank you, mate. Uh, be alert and be prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date with all bushfire warnings online with South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This community update has been thanks to New Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions, and it is available at Bunnings Warehouse. Well Thanks. done, Sammy. That was awesome. Thank you. Get your business centre court. Sponsor the South Adelaide Netball Club, sanc.com.au. Up next, Mark Milligan. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you. You can be part of the show. The Just Quality Home Improvements open line is 1300 736 736. Or you can text us 0427 154 You know the drill. Uh, Menz, our next guest is brought to us by Tire Power Holiday Getaway Sale. It's on now with huge value on selected Falcon passenger and SUV tires from the Reds. The mighty Reds, Adelaide United. Mark Milligan joins us. Mark, welcome to Sports Day SA. Hello, how are we? Thank you for having me today. Uh, disappointing loss against Sydney FC a little while ago. Um, was it good to have the week off and sort of reset the whole system? Yeah, I think so. It was. Look, it was a, a disappointing uh, result. Um, but yeah, that international break, I think, was, yeah, did come at uh, a good time for us. I think last year we had a couple breaks and probably killed our momentum a little bit, but I think this one was definitely a a good chance to get uh, everybody in and I guess just just sort of reset and take stock and and get ready for for a Ballarat on Sunday. So just on that, Mark, um, we've been so impressive in the first three games and then a 5-1 loss to Sydney FC. Is it just it didn't go our way and we got a little bit shell-shocked? Yeah, probably not so much shell-shocked. I mean, it's always tough when you come up against a team that uh, you know has, has just had a change of manager, and obviously Sydney hadn't had the greatest start to the season. So, you know, we very much expected a, a reaction from them. And look, I think at times with such a young group, uh, you know, this is you know one of those times you, we need as coaching staff need to take the, our medicine a little bit. It's um, you know, it's never nice to get done five one, but I think it's a, a good learning curve and a good chance for the young ones to really understand that. You know, probably when things are going the best is when things are, are going to be the toughest as well. So, look, I think it's, again, like I said, a chance for us to, to reflect on that game, to look at it, I guess, tactically from a point where where we fell short. And then also to understand that, yes, it's all well and good that we want to play nice football, but, uh, you know, we still, have to, we still have to respect the other side of the game, which is, you know, you really have to earn that right. You do, and so on that, we have had Carl on here a couple of times, and he, he doesn't shy away from the offense being the real uh, mainstay of the game plan and really being an attacking game, which brings the fans along. There's going to be goals scored. Obviously, didn't go against us against Sydney, but um, that potent offense is something that we'll continue seeing throughout this season. Yeah, absolutely, and as I said, you know, you have to look at a game like Sydney and you know, while we're we're very honest in in the review of that, you know, we have to look at you know why it happened as well. And and I think yes, we want to be uh, you know an offensive team, an attacking team. But but one of the reasons for that is 
hopefully if we if we do things right without the ball as well we can uh, you know we can be uh, well organised in those transition moments and and like I said you, we as a team especially a young team have to learn to be able to do that uh, you know under pressure as well. Everyone's newest favourite footballer is back in the side after suspension. Nestor Irakunda comes back in. Any other changes this week? Um, no, look, we've still got a couple of days, still 48 hours out. So we had a session today. We'll travel to Ballarat tomorrow, uh, have another session there before Sunday. And look, one thing, you know, that we're very, very aware of, you know, being in the game for quite a while is I think 48 hours, you can't really bank on anything, you know, really staying exactly as it is today. So no doubt there'll be a few hiccups in the lead up, which like there always is, which is to be expected. So we'll assess them tomorrow afternoon and, and Carl will probably make the final decision then. Mark, I just want to ask you about Nestori Erinkunda, which Bonds mentioned. The hype around the signing to Bayern Munich, how has it been at the club? Has there been a few barbs between teammates and a few jokes in there? How has everything been uh, around his move, pending move at the end of the season? Look, obviously, it's very, very exciting for Nestor. And, you know, I think it's a, a tribute not only, uh, you know, to his abilities and, and his hard work, but I think, you know, especially the likes of Ayrton and Elvis in the youth team who, you know, spent so much time out in the community, you know, looking for these young players and then bringing them in and, and continuing their development. And then obviously Carl has the, um, I guess, the faith and the trust in them to, to, to put them into the first team. So it, it's very exciting. It's probably not been um, as much as a whirlwind within the club as it has sort of without, because obviously it's been something that's, you know, been working behind the scenes for, for quite a while. And look, for him personally, it's a fantastic opportunity. I think, uh, you know, one of our responsibilities now over the next year, while we're fortunate enough to have him, is, is to really prepare him for, you know, that, that change uh, in mentality in terms of, going to one of the biggest clubs in the world at, at such a young age, uh, you know. So there's definitely a reason that they've they've gone after him, and I think everybody can see that reason, but that's very much the beginning for him. And, uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that he goes over there as, as best prepared for that, both on the pitch and off the pitch as possible. just want to ask you about Mars Stadium. Have the guys played there before, and what are you expecting? Will it be a hostile environment there in Ballarat? I'm not sure if the if the boys have played there before. I know a few years back, Carl went there with Adelaide United. I was fortunate enough, I guess, to play there with MacArthur. And look, it's good for for football. Uh, I think you know to be able to go to these rural areas and 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 play you know the the highest level of our game here. And look, we're we're expecting um, you know probably windy conditions. Uh, it's a very open pitch. Uh, it's AFL ground by trade, yes. but the pitch is absolutely fantastic. So, look, we're hoping hoping that there's a crowd, I think, for, for Western and, you know, for our boys as well. It's important that, uh, you know, the local community uh, get behind it. And, and we know that if they do, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be there to put on a decent performance for them. Mark, it does get uh, very windy, but also very cold there as well, having played there. So it, uh, I think it's forecast around about <laughs> 17 degrees. So good luck and enjoy the conditions. But I, I want to ask you about the the A-League this season. It's um, It's been flipped on its head a little bit in terms of if you take a look at the table, Central Coast, last year's champions, are on the bottom. Sydney FC, they've only had the one win, which we've talked about. And Melbourne City, are one win from four games as well. So the league looks so even at this early stage of the season. Yeah, it does, and and look, that's probably the the beauty of of the league as well. I don't think there's been too many occasions, not off the top of my head, where 
uh, you know, you obviously Melbourne City over the last few years have been you know, quite dominant, but probably other than that, you, you'd probably look back to, to Brisbane Raw back, I think, 2010, 2011. Yep. Um, I think it's also, I guess, a little bit of a testament that it's a little bit of a fresh start in a in a way this year. You know, a lot of teams have have lost a lot of good players, and a testament to the league in terms of you know the the ability to bring through young players. Obviously, we're very proud of that, but I think across the league, um, you know, Central Coast lost quite a few players last year. Melbourne City lost quite a few players. You know, there's been some coaching changes and things like that. So I think this first month has, has very much been a, a settling in period and. You know, now with no sort of international breaks, uh, quite a busy period over Christmas and January. I think you'll see the the table in the league really sort of settle and 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 form into a bit of a rhythm. I want to ask you about uh, watching video, and and all all sports do it now. And I was just wondering the difference between how much you show the players of the opposition as to how much you show the players of their own performance. Yeah, it's um, you know, it, it depends on a on a week to week basis. Uh, you know, myself, I'm not uh, massive on on overloading players with opposition. They'll obviously get uh, things that are, are routine that we see, uh, you know, habits of of team structures and things like that. We always have available for for players individual clips of opposition because I think it's important that. Again, players are very different. Players learn in different ways. So when it comes to individual clips and things like that, uh, the players probably more dictate that. Um, and you have to understand as well that whoever we do video on and analysis on, they're doing it on us as well. So it's a fine line between really overloading and then understanding as well that there's going to be slight shifts in the opposition when they come up against us to, to nullify things that we do as well. So it, there, there's a lot of video available um, but it, it's not a lot of it's done on the pitch with video to reinforce. Now, Mark, last one before we let you go. Western United, we take on this Sunday at four thirty. What have we got to be wary about with them? They've only scored two goals so far in their four matches, but we know they're better than that. What's the things that we've got to be careful about with Western United on Sunday? They've obviously not had the greatest start to the season, but. You know, they have a lot of good players and I think their their front four is, is quite dynamic and, you know, can cause can cause team problems. So, you know, we just need to make sure that we're we're nice and brave in executing uh, the way that we want to play, especially without the ball. Uh, you know, so yes, again, we want to be an attacking team, but we want to be on the front foot without the ball as well. And I think that was probably a, an area against Sydney. We, we uh, let ourselves down a little bit. So I think if we can be very proactive without the ball and, I guess keep that front four that they have in check, then that'll put us in a good place to, to go on and get three points. Mark, all the best. Make sure you take a jacket over to Ballarat <laughs> with you and uh, bring bring back uh, three points as well. Will do. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Assistant coach of Adelaide United, Mark Milligan. I, I love the word he used there, men's brave. Mm. We've got to be brave. Oh, it's the way that we know Adelaide United played and yeah. has played now under Carl Viet for a, for a long little while, and uh, it, it works. We... It didn't work against Sydney FC, but we saw in the opening three matches, although we didn't get the win against Melbourne Victory, the the other two games at home, we were unstoppable. Yes. So if we play that way against a side that's only scored two goals in the four matches this year, then um, you would think if we can put a few in, in the back of the net, then we'll be too good against Western United. I agree. All right. Uh, thanks to Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, Toolkit Depot, Black Friday sale. It is on now through to November 27. So get in quick and stock up on tools. It's time for the TV Guide.
All right, men. How good is that? that? How good is I went for a run already today, but it makes me want to go for another one. That's that's elite. Uh, You've got the TV guide for us. I do have the TV guide. So we've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, and we'll do this every Friday. So this is, there's eight to ten matches, events on each weekend that we are going to bring to you in order so that if you... Uh, on the couch this weekend, if you've got a bit of time or if you've got your diary out and you'd like to write these down, these are the, the matches that you have to tune in for. So we're going to start tonight uh, in, a, in uh, well, around about now, actually. So yes. Friday, 6.40, it is. At the end of our show. At the end of <laughs> our show, tune in to the Adelaide Strikers taking on the Perth Scorchers and the WBBL, a top-of-the-table clash if we win. We secure the top spot and the home final next weekend, which is massive. So that is the first one. The next game that you can tune in for is tomorrow night, Saturday night. Now, how is this for a matchup in the EPL? 11 o'clock, so a pretty good time here in Australia because they're usually on around about 2 a.m. bonds. Man City take on Liverpool. I had that one crossed down, highlighted. Uh, yeah, I might be watching that. The two, probably the two best teams in the competition. Arsenal fans might not be happy with that call, but Man City at home, they'll be hard to beat. But come on, you Reds, 11 o'clock <laughs> Saturday night. We then go to 10 a.m. Sunday, and we did mention this earlier in the show. It's the Australian PGA Championship final round. So yes. At the moment, Minwoo Lee, Adam Scott, they're the two that might be fighting out. There's a couple others there. Lucas Herbert's up there as well. I think they're the three, I think, that'll be favourites. So, I mean, make sure you you get on the couch on Sunday. You start with the Australian PGA. You have a couple of TVs running because then at 11 a.m., just an hour later, LeBron heads back to Cleveland to take on Cleveland. His Lakers go to Cleveland and... uh, and take on a very good Cavaliers team. So that will be a very good matchup in the NBA on Sunday at 11 a.m. Then from there, once that game finishes, you switch the TV over to North Melbourne versus Adelaide in the AFLW. 2.35, that game kicks off. It's a line ball game. That is even odds at the moment. Do we win? Yeah, we've been saying it all week, men. We're, think, back, we're back in the girls. I, I really do think we win as well, and we go into another grand final. So that's 2.35 on Sunday. Again, that game's about to finish. Once that one does, you flick the TV over to Western United versus Adelaide United in the A-League at 4.30. So, again, jam-packed. We've got the PGA final round, NBA, we've got Cleveland and the Lakers. Then it's the AFLW into the A-League. Then you can have a couple of hours off if you want before <laughs> you turn the TV back on for the final Formula One race of the season. Yes. It's in Abu Dhabi. Now, they do they did it so well last weekend in Las Vegas. Well, things in the United Arab Emirates are as big as anywhere in the world. So tune into this one. It's going to be a great spectacle. Max Verstappen has clearly won the championship, but between second and fifth, they're they're very tight, and the Constructors' Championships are still on the line. So plenty to race for on Sunday night. That is 11.30 Sunday night. And the last one we have for you is Monday at 7.55 a.m. I'll definitely be up for this. This is the NFL matchup of the weekend. It is the Buffalo Bills heading to my Philadelphia Eagles. They take on the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. So that's 7.55 a.m. on Monday. So eight events, eight matchups there, a few big games for Adelaide that uh, you should definitely tune into. And if you have to work, just get to work early, put the iPad on the desk, no one will notice, and you just have it running there in the background. For those that might be heading into work and just playing on the golf simulator, then just have it on, <laughs> on the TV on the side, like Bond's will. So there's eight events this weekend. Uh, like I said, there's a few Adelaide, massive Adelaide matches this weekend that you can tune into, but also some other great events around 
around the country and around the world. And if we've missed anything, let us know. 0427154166. Is there anything we should be watching? One thing we can't watch, men's, before we move on, is we cannot watch the Adelaide Giants play. No. Because Perth Heat have decided to not stream the games from mm. Perth. It's obviously a cost thing. Yep. But that is so disappointing. Surely Baseball Australia has to step in here and make that happen. Without a doubt. The, the growth in baseball, we saw it last year, particularly here in Adelaide, with the success that yes. the Giants had. Um, but I thought the exact same thing last weekend. I thought I would love to be able to flick this on and, and we obviously Adelaide broadcast theirs, but yes. Perth not so much. I did actually have a look at the odds just before to see who would be the favourite out of the Perth Heat. And uh, on the uh, agency that I was looking at, it actually has the Adelaide Bite on there. So it is now the Adelaide Giants. The Adelaide Bite is the old side. But, um, yeah, the first game, I'm glad you brought it up. First game is tonight at 9.30. Yep. I love the way they do it. Four, our time. Four yeah. matches our time. Four matches across the weekend. So two games tomorrow on Saturday and then one game again on Sunday. And it's only going to be 39 degrees on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Sam's oh just let us know. So it's, uh, it's going to be hot and uh, they're for gonna, baseball. Oh, they're going to play back-to-back games on Saturday in yeah. that heat. Oh, God. Seven but, innings. They might have uh, longer stretches between innings just to help the guys. But, potentially. But basically, with a baseball, you don't do a lot of running in baseball. No, you, you don't. They should be okay. But isn't that just interesting? At two parts of the country, you've got the Giants playing in 39 degrees and then you've got Adelaide United playing in about minus five in Ballarat. <laughs> All right. Um, our next segment is for Australian made. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie. It is time for the weekend headline. Dramatic men's, but uh, the weekend headline, uh, we come up with a certainty for the weekend, an upset for the weekend, and a prediction for the weekend. Yeah, we do. And so um, I'm just going to go back to last week really briefly. My upset actually got up last weekend. It did. I picked Geelong to beat Melbourne. Melbourne to go out in straight sets, and they did win that game. So they're through to the preliminary final. The other ones haven't been as successful, so we might leave them out for now. But we will. what we will do yeah, is... St- don't go over our mistakes. <laughs> Well, we might in the future. Way off. <laughs> so you weren't in the chair last Friday. So what we might yes. do in future weeks is we will play back how we went the week okay. before. And we'll That's have fair. a look back because we will go over our mistakes, but we'll also talk about the ones that we have hit on. So let's start with our certainty as always. I'm going to let you have the new ball here okay. with the certainty. My certainty is that Shane Van Gisbergen will win the Adelaide 500. Oh, I love that. He loves this track. He does. And he'll win. Yeah, it's it's a good question because it's not clear-cut like I'm going to go the Formula 1 for my certainty, which is not as clear-cut. So I do like that certainty. Mine is a little bit more clear-cut, which is Max Verstappen will win his 19th race this season in the final race. So he's going to, if he wins this race, it'll be his 19th win for the season. Yep. Do you know how many races they have in the Formula One? Uh, it's not many more than that. No, it's, it's 23. Tw- yeah, I was going to say 23. So he's won, sure he will win his 19th if he wins. He's about a dollar and 25 cents. Which is crazy. He'll win. And Sergio Perez, his teammate, has won three of the others, and there's only been one other winner. So it is crazy. But yes, my certainty, Max Verstappen will win his 19th race this season. All right. And uh, what's gambling really costing you, men's? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelpline.org.au. Now, here's my upset. On the back of what you just said, Yep. 
Max Verstappen oh. will not win oh. <laughs> the Abu Dhabi Grand oh, Prix. Oh, my. He okay. will not okay. win it. That's, like, that's my upset. We will definitely be playing this one next week, Bonds, because uh, one of us is going to be wrong. All right, so I'm going to ask a question then. If he's not going to win it, you've got the field, but who, do you, it, it who are you picking? It doesn't matter because, mm-hmm. look, I, don't, I, don't, I was going to say Hamilton, but I, I'm not sure he's quick enough either. Uh, I, look, I just, I just think something will happen okay. where Verstappen doesn't either doesn't finish – or something, yeah. There's a little issue with the car, yep, yep. Or which they're really probably not going to. No, be. no, so I I'm, like it. I like so it. So that's I'm putting myself out there. You have. He will not win. Okay, he's nineteenth. I like, 19th. It. I he'll like fi- that. He'll finish on eighteen. Great. We will play that one back next week. Uh, my upset is uh, I'm going to go to the NFL. The New York Giants with a new quarterback. His name is Tommy DeVito. He will. Danny's ups- brother. Yep. <laughs> he will upset your New England Patriots. They're currently the underdogs, the Giants. They have been horrific this season, and uh, they've changed their quarterback. Daniel Jones has unfortunately done his ACL. So DeVito comes in, and uh, he's going to upset your New England Patriots. That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, his name's DeVito. Yep. And, and secondly, Matt Jones will just clean him up. Don't worry about that. Fair. <laughs> uh, but I love both our, both our upsets. I like them. I like them both. Uh, prediction time. Here's my prediction, and I might be going out on a limb here, but... I don't think that the Adelaide 36ers will lose this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you're too, so far your certainty and upsets have been out on a limb. And I'm not sure they either of them get up. But this one, I reckon this one's definitely going to get up. (laughs) Of course, Sixers (laughs) Sixers don't play this weekend. My real one is that I think Adelaide Crows will beat North Melbourne. Yes. Yes, good. Okay, so I'll, that's that's a prediction. I'm going to take it one further. I've got okay. two predictions as well, um, and mine, one of them is around the Adelaide Crows. So I'm going to go a little bit even even more accurate here and say the Adelaide Crows are going to win between 7 and 10 points on the weekend against North Melbourne. So we'll follow up that one. And my other prediction that I have is LeBron James will score 39 points in his return to Cleveland. He is 39 years of age. Oh, I like this. He's going to score 39 points against them in a win on the weekend. I, I like that a lot. So he's still, it's amazing. He's 39. He shouldn't be able to do what he does. But um, he, I don't know how he does it. 39. His longevity is incredible. And yeah, we'll see if we'll see how we go next week. Okay. Definitely one of us is going to be wrong with one of them. So it's good. And we'll, we'll follow up and uh, get to that next Friday. We got a couple of minutes before we go, men's, and I just wanted, and I know you've heard this, but I just wanted to play this uh, for everyone to just just to have a little chat about this. This is the coach of the San San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich. He's a le- he's a legend of legend NBA, legend of NBA, NBA basketball, um, and this is what he did during the game. He grabbed the courtside announcer's mic and spoke to the crowd. Excuse me for a second. Pops on the mic. We stop all the boo and let these guys play. It's got old glass. It's not who we are. Knock off the boo. Pop telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. So there you go. That, that's unbelievable, isn't it, man? So, so so explain a bit more about it. Yeah, well, so Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Los Angeles Clippers, has won a championship at San Antonio Spurs. He was the MVP. So yes. they were playing against the Spurs in San Antonio. So effectively, when he was a young player, he won a championship there and was MVP. So what Pop is saying, and he was shooting a free throw at the time. Yes. So I can't remember a coach ever getting on the 
PA it, it, announcers. It's never happened. No, and, and talking to the crowd during a game, live during a game. But it basically said, this guy won us a championship. Let's stop booing him. He said, let's stop booing all the players. It's not what we're about. But it was directed at Kawhi Leonard. Um, I looked at some of the comments when the NBA posted this, and it was very mixed, this. A lot of people were saying... Yep, he's right. He's won you a championship layoff him. But then a lot of other people were saying, oh, we're getting soft that we can't boo people if we want to. A very interesting take on this. Let's have a listen to what else Pop said. Anybody that knows anything about sports, you don't poke the bear. You told the fans that it was... I just, I just told you why I did it. What, can you clarify that, though? What, um, I, I, I spoke English. I just told you. <laughs> Anybody that knows anything about sports knows you don't poke the bear. That's my answer. The man of few words, Pop. Oh, I mean, it's great. He's he's telling the truth a little bit, but he's also not because San Antonio this year, they're in a development year. So yes. to be completely honest, they're probably not going to win that game. I think it's also, it's not just don't poke the bear because we don't want him to play well. It's also a respect thing, and I think he left that out there. But, um, yeah, he's won a championship there. Show the respect. So, uh, to aim it at his fans and say, that's not who we are. We're better than that. Yep. So he basically says to the crowd, pull your head in. Yeah. The whole crowd. I know. Like, 20,000 people in the stadium. When you're a championship-winning coach, you can do that. It's amazing. It is amazing. I, I can't imagine any other coach in the world no. doing that. No. Amazing. It really is. Yeah, really good. So, hey, men's, it's been great. Thanks for uh, joining us, and we'll do it all again Monday, hey? We will. It's been a great week. See you all Monday. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.